Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Wedge. <laughs> yes. For golf. Oh, my bad. <laughs> are we on the air? <laughs> yes. Yes, you are. Am I live? Yes, you're live. Can't take it back. Nope. Okay. You're talking golf in between. Uh, <laughs> actually, I don't have a gap wedge because I I just have a pitching wedge and a sandwich. Are Are you hinting? What kind with of a your sandwich? Birthday? Is it ham sandwich. A gap wedge. Do what now? Is it a ham sandwich? Yeah. I've <laughs> gone deep into the world of college chipping, I mean, of a golf chipping and, and uh, pitching right here, which people don't care about. Uh, most people don't, unless you're into that sort of thing. All right, you're listening to Today's Issues on the American Family Radio Network. This is a serious program, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> then why do I spend half of it laughing? I don't know. And uh, I'm Tim Wildman with Ed Battagliano and uh, now our brother Steve Jordahl. Good morning, and I'm glad about our first guest because the ark just left without us, gentlemen. It's, <laughs> it's raining here, let me oh, tell you. It, it, uh, oh, it is. so it's still pouring out? It, well, I think it's let up now, but man, it why was why coming people... down and thunder and lightning like I've not seen it in a long time. Yeah, thunder boomer. I warned people that we might be off the air because of the... Yeah. Uh, Rain, because of block blocking our signal, but uh, but it was it was raining pretty hard. I was thinking I'm gonna listen. God's coming right now. Noah, yeah. build an ark. I vote yes. <laughs> and I, I don't want to get too much into this, but you used an expression just now, which I hear people use, and I just wonder why. What's that? You said it's rain. Is it raining out? <laughs> and I just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Is there a reason why you feel the need to say out? <laughs> no, um, it, it it's just the way it's kind of like wouldn't, saying, wouldn't, you know, hang the phone up, you know, I, I still say those kind of things. I just, there, there's no it, necessarily no rhyme. Would it be raining in? That, in, in this building? <laughs> you see, you, yeah, yes. really noted. You're very <laughs> good at catching those kind of, uh, yeah. is it raining self-evident, out? you know, that you don't, <laughs> don't really need to be said. I'll catch them with other people and then I'll yeah. use them in another minute or two. <laughs> uh, all right. You're listening to today's issues on AFR. Go ahead, Steve. Take, well, it, take it away. <laughs> good morning. I'd like to uh, introduce our guest. I, I tell you, I came across these pictures from, um, the uh, the new space telescope out there that they've uh, replaced the Hubble with it's the James Webb's telescope and I mean these are stunning pictures and we've asked Rob Webb who's uh, got a master's of science in aerospace engineering um, and a bunch of other very uh, impressive credentials to come on with us he's uh, right now with uh, answers in Genesis and uh, just good morning Rob how you doing. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Are you guys able to hear me okay? Yeah, we got you. We got where, you. Where do you live, Rob? Right. Rob, Yeah, I'm actually live? at the uh, – oh, where do I live? I, I live in northern Kentucky right now, about 10 miles away from the Creation Museum. Have you guys been? Been out this way? We got a plan to go. It's on, it's on yeah, my it's bucket good. list. Yeah, I uh, have not uh, – I've been to your area, but it's been several years ago, but I haven't been – Yes, I have. I've been to the uh, Creation Museum, but I haven't been to the Ark. 
Oh, okay. Uh, Marvin and I went, Marvin Sanders and I went to uh, the Creation Museum. This is probably 15 years ago or so. So you work for Ken Ham and Answers in Genesis, right? That's right. Yep. What? So my main office here is at the Creation Museum and definitely got to have you guys out. Definitely yeah. check out both the museum and the ark. Um, they're, they're adding more stuff all the time and um, doing new construction projects. And So what do you do every day? Uh, what do you do every day when you go into the office? Oh, man, every day. What do I do? Um, so I'm actually working right now with Bodie Hodge. I don't know if you uh, are familiar with him. So I'm doing some um, some book projects with him, writing up some books right now. And um, I do different things on, on YouTube and social media as well. We got a whole social media team. They kind of tell me what to do. So there's different um, speaking programs they want me to, to talk on. And um, I also do Answers News. That's one of our weekly uh news programs that we do so i'm I'm usually on that as well so it kind of just kind of varies day to day on, on, on what i do so so rob um we're looking at these pictures and this is radio so we're not going to try to describe the pictures but you've seen them and we've got them mm-hmm. we will have them posted up at our at our facebook page on today's issues facebook page but what am i looking at these are just stunning yeah yeah they're they're very stunning images there was uh, technically, five of them. One of them was was a was a spectrograph, basically showing the spectrum of one of the uh, exoplanets here. But um, one of them is a ga- is a galaxy cluster about 4.6 billion light years away. That's the one that President Biden um, in- introduced. I think it was Monday night, Monday evening, um, basically taken by the NIRCAM. Basically shows the just the massive foreground of galaxy clusters and how they magnify the objects behind them, which was really fascinating to look at. Um, one of the other ones was was the Southern Ring Nebula. I think it's also called the Eight Burst Nebula. It's essentially like a planetary um, nebula of cloud of, of gas that's kind of expanding around the surrounding uh, dying star. It's about half a light year in diameter, located about 2,000 light years away. Um, the really cool one is called Stephens Quintet. It's about 290 million light years away. Uh, it's actually, uh, I think it's their biggest image that they have, and it's it's like five different galaxies that are kind of like in this cosmic dance around each other, and um, that one's probably my favorite. And then you also have the Carina Nebula, which is one of the largest nebula in the sky. They 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 also took that photo as well, and it shows just a bunch of massive stars that are located in that um, nebula region and. I'm seeing uh, a before and after picture. I'm seeing a before with the Hubble. Uh, some this, uh, the New York Times published a picture, the identical pictures between the Hubble and this new James Webb te- uh, Space Telescope, and the the difference yeah. is remarkable. Oh, absolutely! Yeah, the amount of detail between the two is just is just tremendous, and and that's mainly because of the the greater. I think it's like three to four times larger in diameter versus versus Hubble and. And it's it's not necessarily a replacement for Hubble. I, I don't like using that word. I think the more accurate term is it's the successor to Hubble because the James Webb Telescope and the Hubble Telescope, they do different things. They also measure different wavelengths and light. But really, it's just more of the, the successor that we can see more of those details in terms of the larger kind of mirror. They have 18 different mirror segments that kind of all align into one. It's more of like an open system versus Hubble had just one primary mirror so that's why you're seeing a lot more uh detail from a lot of these uh pictures here all right so we know that uh the psalmist says that the heavens declare the glory of god what are you learning about the glory of god from these pictures 
Yeah, Psalm 19.1, right? The heavens declare the glory of God. Uh, the skies proclaim His handiwork. And, and I, I think really that is the bottom line. That's what a lot of us um, Christians especially we need to be holding on to because um, really that's that's why we study the heavens, right? We do it to admire the handiwork and the glory of God and giving thanks to Him for creating and sustaining our entire universe. And um, just like a lot of the ancient, um, the great Christian astronomer, astronomers of the day, like Johannes Kepler, you know, uh, we should be studying the heavens, but we need to be doing it with the right, you know, viewpoint. We need to be starting with the biblical worldview, starting with Genesis. If you're familiar with our ministry, that's what we talk about all the time. It's it's the importance of starting with the biblical worldview when you're looking at anything, um, you know, especially these these images and anything in the universe, compared to a lot of the evolutionary kind of naturalistic worldview goals that um, this program, along with a lot of the other NASA programs, typically likes to like to push. So um, that's one of the things that we need to make sure that we're always basing ourselves on is beginning with Genesis, Genesis one one. You know, God created the heavens and the earth, and we need to do that without compromise. Uh, we're talking to to our guest uh, from Answers in Genesis Ministry in the greater Cincinnati area, northern Kentucky, Rob Webb. And we're talking about these pictures that have been released in the last day or two from the uh, from NASA uh, regarding the uh, uh, the uh, James Webb James Webb. Good. Any relation? Yeah, I get that all the time. I mean, technically, we are related because we all go back to the same set well, of parents, that's, right, that's Adam true. and Eve. Um, but but oh. I'm not directly. I would say cousins, kind of kind of relation, of course. But um, yeah, yeah. We, oh, what uh, a. It was actually named after one of the previous NASA directors, and um, that was around during the, yeah. the golden age that, that they say around NASA time. Yeah. You were also, your family linked to the, uh, oh, what a tangle web we, we weave, <laughs> I think. Uh, that was that our, was a that was a dark part of his past. You don't I know. I don't want to. No, we're going to. I'm just saying we all have those kinds of. We're forgiven, of, Tim, yeah, yeah. you know, of our past. Uh, the, the NASA web, uh, uh, what do you call this? A, uh, Tell it. Telescope, 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 right? Yeah, yeah. Now, is yeah. this is telescope? This, you can also call it an observatory, and yeah. Is this a telescope that's here on Earth, or has it been sent out into space? No, this is actually out, out in space. It's about a million miles away um, from us, about nine hundred forty thousand uh, miles to be exact. It's at what's called the L two Lagrange point. So it's one of the uh, Earth Sun Lagrange uh, stable orbits that's out there. So it's it's out there orbiting the sun, basically, I and it's. It's I got you. Pretty, pretty far away from us right now. Yeah. Well, uh, I want to one one other question. I want to ask you, uh, and then related to the, the these pictures, as you guys say, words words can't describe them. Uh, you have to go and look at them for yourself. Uh, I went to the NASA website, nasa.gov. I just typed in Web um, uh, Telescope. Uh, the and this relates to Steve's question about the Scripture and the Bible because the Bible teaches that God Almighty created the heavens and the earth. And the heavens, as I've always understood it, is everything but the earth, right? Am I, am, can That's I get an, can I get yeah, an amen there? The earth, sure. Yeah. Okay. Amen. Okay, amen. so uh, the heavens and the earth. So God created not only earth but everything you see and don't see right. out there, which is this telescope is helping us to observe and to see uh, the universe uh, and beyond. Yeah. Uh, am I 
quoting Toy Story there. <laughs> uh, I think I am. Inadvertently. And I'm doing the Tim Allen young. version, by the way. Yes. <laughs> He'll always be Buzz Light. Uh, all right. So my, my, here's my question um, to, uh, uh, to you, Rob, and that is the earth is unique to, to providing, uh, uh, allowing the conditions for human life, right? And for, well, for life in okay. general. Right, uh, as yeah, compared very, to anything, as compared to anything else that we know about. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Right. So how? So yeah. Give me two or three uh, characteristics of Earth that make that possible. Yeah. So I mean, it's like like it says in Isaiah forty five. You know, the the Earth was created for us to inhabit, and one of the the big things is is we have all the perfect conditions. You think about just where the right amount of distance of the Earth from the Sun, 93 million miles. We have an atmosphere. We have a magnetic field that protects us from the um, a lot of the harmful radiation from space and from the Sun. Um, you know, we have oxygen, we have nitrogen, we have all of the perfect living conditions for us, and that's very unique. That's, that's something that you're not going to find out, you know, even, even in our solar system or even in our galaxy out in the universe. And that's one of the things that that the NASA scientists on this space telescope, that's what they're constantly looking for. They're always looking for that Earth-like planet. So you, you basically see those uh, terms called exoplanet. So when you see the term exoplanet, that's what they're looking for. They're looking for an Earth-like planet, something that has like water or one of the, uh, the, the so-called building blocks of life is what they call it. They're, they're always looking for those, uh, those chemical compositions in the atmosphere because um, they're always looking for that, you know, um, is, is there life out there because... It's really based on that evolutionary naturalistic worldview that if life evolved here, then life had to evolve somewhere else, and that's really what they're basing a lot of this this stuff on. But they fail to realize they they already reject God and His Word, right? So they they supersede God's Word with their own man's uh, fallible opinions, their shifting stand of of opinions, and so they're they're already rejecting God, and so they're looking out into the cosmos, looking for any possible justification, um, you know basically for their beliefs and that's why they're always yeah. looking for those things all right well, listen thank you uh thank you brother rob rob webb joining us from answers in genesis what you got what's yeah. you guys website there where, where would you tell us to go and and read more about your ministry yeah yeah so if you guys want to learn more about astronomy um about about a lot of the stuff that we do here um answers in genesis.org you can go there you can spend literally millions of years on our website ken ham always likes to yeah. throw out there um i also have an article out there it's called a biblical response to the james webb space telescope so if you guys just search for that or if you search for my name you'll be able to read that article you guys will be able to get a better understanding of what james webb's all about um, how do we actually look at this space telescope and other similar type of NASA missions from the biblical worldview and how we actually act, um, should be interpreting that and then basing all of our beliefs back on God's Word. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Rob. Take care, my friend. All right, brothers. Thanks. Okay. Okay. Ed, your thoughts? Well, uh, the, the images are just, uh, just amazing. And uh, I especially like, I had not seen the what uh, Steve showed us before we went on during the break. The before and after with the Hubble telescope and the James Webb telescope, that is a remarkable uh, difference. Do you remember the, the, the big deal they made of the Hubble telescope? Oh, it's it's amazing. And it was. Yeah, and but you remember this... when they first 
put the Hubble telescope out, out there. It was out of focus. It was out of focus, <laughs> so they had to. I, I did not realize this James Webb uh, telescope is a million miles from yeah. Earth. Yeah. It's that's like it way just, out there. That's just, that's phenomenal. All, all I hope is that with these two telescopes out there, they'll be able to see an asteroid coming well before. You know, you see all these movies that's right. where they just find out 30 days ago. That, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> you, huh? Listen, well, I, I listen if an asteroid's hurling toward Earth, yeah. I don't want to know. <laughs> because you know what? Well, that's not the way that, that's not the way humanity will end. I, I do take comfort in It makes for a that. great movie, maybe. But it, yeah, it does make for a great movie. I think they had a movie about that. Well, they've had several. So well, you go out One there, which, you go out there and, and get a ride. Um, there was a movie. You, you no, Bruce play, Willis, remember? He, he died yeah. on the asteroid. What was that? Right. Oh, that's right. What was that? Independent. No. No, um, it was, it was uh, Deep Impact. Yeah. And he and he, he, he made said it, goodbye he get, to his daughter, you know, and they're communicating. It was a oh yeah, I've classic been a while. tear jerker. Actually, it was uh, Bruce Willis. I think lived. I think it was her, her it was, boyfriend um, or something. It was the guy that plays. Um, oh, I have to think about uh, it, but yeah, it's another it's an older actor. Who's Jim Carrey? No, it was not Jim Carrey. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Huh? I'm looking it up. It was Jim, Jim Carrey. Carrey. Uh, <laughs> this asteroid is just, smoking. <laughs> just, just spitball in there for movie memory. I'm uh, quoting the mask. Uh, <laughs> it's Robert Duvall. Why? Because uh, I got it. <laughs> Robert Duvall is the one that died. Oh, okay. All right. Wait, Robert Duvall is still alive. No, in the movie. The okay, movie, I just wanted to clarify. Because somebody just may have flipped on their radio and heard Steve <laughs> say Robert Duvall died. No. Still he, with us. No, he's still with us. Uh, and a great actor. Robert, Robert One du- of my favorites. Robert Duvall. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we've been talking about this uh, fascinating, these fascinating photographs from uh, our pictures from the Webb telescope that's a million miles from Earth out there capturing some of the uh, the universe. Next story, Steve. All right, folks, if you have not gotten out of your bedroom in about a year, you might not know that there's some inflation going on in the world and prices have gone up. But don't worry. Um, I want you to hear in 2020 what uh, the Biden administration was saying about, or 2021, I'm sorry, what the Biden administration was saying about this. Listen, cut 12. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts have believed that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. (laughs) And the data shows that most of the price increases we've seen are were expected and are expected to be temporary. There's nobody suggesting there's unchecked inflation on the way. It's un- highly unlikely that it's going to be long-term inflation that's going to get out of hand. I don't know anybody who's worried about inflation. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> well, He's, he struck out three times. Is that is that there a Republican nine strikes ad? With strikeout. Um, it looks like with the music in yeah, the background. Yeah, it does. It, it yeah. is somebody's. Yeah. It, it didn't have the GOP stamp on it, which they usually do. If the, the, but well, it, it's it's going to be an. It's going to be an ad for <laughs> sure. What, what's ad. the point in us playing that? Steve? Well, because the new figures came out today, the consumer price index. The, the price you pay for goods has risen 9.1% in June. 9.1%. you are paying almost 10% more for your consumer products in June than you were in May, April, May. It, yeah. it's, it's noticeable now. You don't notice 2 or 3% increase much. Most people don't. You get up to 9 Yeah. Uh, people start saying, do you see the price of 
said product. Yeah. It went up from this to this. Well, I'm my, not my, buying it anymore. My wife, who does our grocery shopping, uh, ordinarily, when you know before the Biden inflationary spike, uh, you know she goes to the grocery store. She usually goes to several, and you know I, I said, "Well, how much was it?" I don't even ask anymore. I said, "I don't want to know," because I'll sleep really? better. Things going up a third or more. Oh okay. yeah, I, well, I, it's it's just like you said. It's it's noticeable. It's burdensome for most people, and then you toss on gas prices or even worse, diesel prices. And and there's a lot of suffering well, out there, and they're blaming it on Joe Biden. Well, and uh, it was that was President Biden and Janet Yellen, the former Fed, former Fed chairman. Uh, I think she's former Fed chairman, right? Or, or she's Secretary uh, of uh, Secretary Treasury. of Treasury. Treasury now, yeah. Anyway, basically, they were. They, uh, another thing is people lose confidence in these people like Biden, like Yellen, who keep. Uh, predicting uh, things that that they're wrong about, and and you know what I'm saying. You yep. lose confidence. So not that people ever had a whole lot of confidence in Biden, right? But you know what I'm saying. So they keep telling us that this uh, inflation is well, they call it transitory, transitory, and that's why the all those statements are going to appear in ads, right? right. Because they're going to want to remind voters that they can't trust the administration. Yeah. With uh, the economy. A recession. Are we in a recession, Steve? We are. Well, the recession uh, is two consecutive quarters in neg- of negative growth. We certainly are have had one, and we're headed. We're, we haven't declared it yet because they haven't got to the uh, end of the second quarter. But I'm in, a, I'm in a recession in my golf game right now. You're telling me that I've had two quarters in a row? Where of I, of uh, negative scores? Right, where I haven't improved. Of bogeys? Yeah. So... <laughs> No, uh, anyway, uh, so next story, Steve. Let's well, move on because we, we want to be transitory. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, Joe Biden, you see, uh, did you guys talk about him being in Israel a little bit? We well, did not. We, no. We, so Joe Biden is in Israel, and uh, we're getting his first return. So this is just coming up. This is just breaking. He's standing at the airport talking. I don't have the audio for this, but I can quote it. Uh, so he's in Israel. He's standing at the mic at the airport right in front of the plane and addressing everybody. Uh, in Tel Aviv. In Tel Aviv. And he says he wants to keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. I mean, horror of the Holocaust. He didn't do that. He did. He said what? Honor, keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust. Because he was reading. He needs, to, he needs to resign. The honor of the Holocaust. He did. At least he did he correct himself it. immediately. Yeah. Did he say that to the Israelis, you're not a falafel? No, I don't think he did. <laughs> he might have. Are you... Are, you you, are, I love the diversity of you, the Israeli right. people. You are a falafel. You're like breakfast falafels. He didn't say that? <laughs> nope, not yet. But it was really interesting. I watched it this morning live when he came down. He came down, and they're not shaking hands over there. And he's fist bumping everybody. Everybody extends Why? their hands. COVID, they say. Oh, shut up. But, I mean, but... As soon as he fist bumps the people, he gets up like six inches from their face and they're talking. So yeah. I'm not sure what the fist bump oh, this is, is all, about. It's, it's more sh- because they don't want him to shake the hand of the crown prince of Saudi Arabia. So they're, they've told him on this trip, fist pump everybody so you don't have to embarrass yourself. Shaking hands. Shaking hands with the crown prince of Saudi Arabia because you said you wanted to make that country a pariah. Right, and well, you know that people will be snapping pictures yes. of you shaking. Yeah, so you're fist hands bumping. Is he gonna with f- a pariah. Is he going to fist bump the pariah? I don't know. This is so ridiculous. This is a clown show. 
I will tell you. This whole administration is a clown show that's not funny. Let let me just settle one issue, though, of even greater importance. My daughter-in-law texted me and said the movie is Armageddon. The you one mean with Bruce with Willis the riding the yeah. riding the uh, riding the uh, I think uh, yes I yes. think that's that's right. But they get back. It's deep impact where they die. Okay. okay. All right. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, we hope you have a deep impact on somebody today. <laughs> and we'll see you back here tomorrow.